Poke. What? No. What? Uh, false start. False start. Uh, five yard penalty. Replay second down. <laughs> my mug, my coffee mug, has a hedgehog on it. I, uh, I, 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 I scheduled a COVID and flu vaccine for Sunday. Paul, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I was able to get an appointment on Sunday. Um, uh, there's a there's a website that says you know schedule appointments you know in your area right <laughs> local local doctors looking to vaccinate people in your area, and um, and all of the appointments for were for the last week of October, and the first week of November. Is there there was nothing for the next three weeks, and then I saw one appointment available at the Bartels down down the street from my apartment, oddly enough, and I pounced on it. Uh, so they must have had oh, like a cancellation man. or something. It's Ben Lawrence. So, uh, Ben Lawrence is talking to me right now. And uh, so I started I'm, recording in the middle of his I've, story. Uh, ben, can you start over with your appointment story? <laughs> no, I mean the, the people are gonna the people are gonna hear it. They just won't hear your side of it. But there wasn't really your side of it. So I'm just gonna I'm not gonna well, say anything I just, else. I just started recording. Yeah, but I also that, recorded that's what I'm saying. when I was talking. So I'll just wait start a second. Are we gonna me. start with your rec? Oh no! Oh my god! We're bucking oh. episode 397, and we're bucking the trend. We always start with my recording. How's this gonna work? <laughs> Are you gonna be able to figure it out? Of course, so you just reverse it. Scratch that. Reverse it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm gonna get vaccinated on Sunday, and hopefully it won't knock me out too much because I will have to go back to work on Monday. Wait, is it the new COVID? Is that what what the you're getting? The new COVID, yeah. The uh, I it's a, I don't it's an updated think I, vaccine. I don't think that I can get it yet. I don't think I can get it in my area. When was your When was your last uh, vaccine? Well, um, it, I mean it was. Well, shoot. Let me see. I mean, are you saying was, you're not going to be able to get it because you just got one? No, no, no. I mean, I went, I went and tried to get it at Walgreens, yeah. uh, like a month ago, and it wasn't available. I guess maybe it just came out. I, new vaccine just. Dropped? I don't know when this new one was released. The uh, I had a doctor's appointment. I want to say about a month ago, and he said. That the uh, that they were gonna get a, a shipment of the new ones in soon, so I think it All is right, well, still very new. So Ben, let's let's do this. Let's do this. We're gonna find out together. We're gonna find out together. It's gonna be a very exciting. Oh, it, Paul it, and Ben. If if you can get the go uh, to Walgreens. <laughs> I I tried to go to Walgreens first, and then I tried to go to CVS because that's actually where my prescription plan is. But I had to do it at a Bartels, which is owned by Rite Aid, and uh, and apparently so Bartels. If you're from Seattle, you actually used to really love Bartels because it was a locally grown drugstore. Um, but uh. then it was bought by Rite Aid a number of years ago, and. Those people in the know seem to think that Bar the quality of Bartels has gone downhill since then. Because uh, I, of it to, getting bought by Rite Aid? Yeah, I think because it's like, you know, it, it went from like a, a local like family chain to a national brand or a national chain with like more corporate oversight than it used to have. And 
I don't know. I've, I've read some stories on Reddit about how, like, the service is a lot terrible, a lot more terrible now than it used to be when it was uh, uh, still locally owned. And uh, there was actually the only 24-hour pharmacy in the city of Seattle was the Bartels on Lower Queen Anne. And uh, that's closing. So there will, there will be it's no... It's closing. There, it's probably closed by now, as a matter of fact. It, and so there are no more 24-hour pharmacies in Seattle. I don't even know where the closest one is. If you need, you know, that emergency medication. Oh yeah, it looks like it looks like it's it's ready. Where does the where does the patient want to get vaccinated? Uh, six two zero two five. arm. Yeah, exactly. In the butt, Bob. Uh, Not great, Bob. Born? 1973. I've been watching, um, uh, what's his name? Jim Downey, uh, writer for SNL. And, On Conan's um, uh, podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching some yeah, of those I, guys, too. I didn't, know, I didn't know that I liked that guy, but I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, um, his stories about Norm MacDonald are really great. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know... I should have known, but I didn't know um, that he was. It's it's like Penn and Teller, right? When people would uh, get mad at Penn Jillette, and it was like, well, Teller is is another part of that. That that you know, Jim and Norm were both doing the things that were making the people mad. Yeah, like and he, in fact, he had a. Cons- he was. He told the story, and you probably saw this one, but I'll I'll say it for the people. Yeah, because listening. I've been I've been watching it in clips on YouTube rather yeah, than. That, that's how I've been watching yeah. it, and uh, he told a story about when uh, Norm McDonald kept getting in trouble with the NBC brass because of all the jokes about OJ yep. that he was making during Weekend Update. Um, he went. Uh, uh, they went to Norm McDonald, and they said. Look, we're gonna fire Jim Downey, but we want you to yep. stay. And Norm Macdonald's like, if you fire Jim, I'm leaving. And uh, I get, I think Norm and Jim were fired in tandem later on, but Norm never told Jim that he stood up for him like that. Norm was such a humble, generous dude. He never went up to Jim Downey and was like, "Hey, guess what I just did." Yeah, exactly, and 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 I remember Jim Downey said, um, um, "Let's see, really quick, uh, do I want pneumonia or shingles?" You are over fifty. Uh, you should probably geez. get your shingles. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like Jeez. the shingles vaccine okay. is, is actually something that I I I would want to talk to my primary care provider about first before signing up yeah. to get it at uh, Walgreens. Let let me let me get it on Friday, October sixth. Let's see. You hey, times this Friday. That's tomorrow. Oh look. If you're just it joining like us at the Goody Lawrence it, podcast, Paul is signing up. That this is a public service announcement. Paul is signing up for his COVID and flu vaccines to let everybody know that it's safe. Leading right. by example, um, Paul Goody. I'm also getting the shingles vaccine. You are. So it, it looks like it looks like I can I mean, get them. All right. It's, it's all free, so. So here's what I'm going to need to do is I'm going to need to call Jennifer just really quick. So just take a second. Ah, um, what are you going to call her? Uh, my wife. Uh, my oh, wife. I, 
I forgot to. Uh, I need oh, to do no. that. I was. Uh, um, you won't be able to hear me for a second, uh, Ben. Uh, Jennifer sent me an email to. Hey, um, um I I need to get my <laughs> vaccine tomorrow. Crap! I don't need is, to support Betty's band, uh, which I am going to do. Is six o'clock a good time? Uh, but I is I, anything I happening tomorrow? The um, honesty and directness of the ask. If her thing is tomorrow, would six o'clock be a good yeah, a good time? Probably, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank now you so much. I'll it. talk to you later. On the Bye. Phone to his wife. Jennifer Pratt. Hey Ben, you can you hear me? To know her as Jennifer Fact Checker. Uh huh. And he's grown oddly silent. Oh, and he's frozen. Hey Ben, can you hear me? What about now? Oh. Maybe he muted while he was on the phone with her. One second, And he's Hold still on. muted. Nobody can One hear second. him. He's probably still recording his side of the conversation, though. This play-by-play -play brought to you by the COVID vaccine. Okay, for he some reason I happening. can't hear you. Okay. He, uh, One second. He's, he hit the button. He's trying to unmute. I'm trying to read his lips, but I can't. Oh, and he's gone. <laughs> And we're back to just me. All right. So uh, hey, everybody. This uh, is just me. I unfortunately, when I called Annex Jennifer, I I then lost theater, the my audio to Ben because I share Seattle a Bluetooth proper. headset. Uh, we are in tech with that. So let's try it again. Show that is now it works. Soon. Okay. Uh, called Battle Crow Radio, written by Kelleen Conway Blanchard, directed by Sam Rowe. Uh, tickets are available at AnnexTheater.org. We will be streaming the show. If you want to watch the show from the safety and comfort of your own home, just go to AnnexTheater.org to get information on that. I am actually the one who sets up the streaming, and I have not yet created the YouTube page for that, so you cannot uh, click the little reminder icon yet, but that is coming once somebody reminds My you to do it. My gender is required, Ben. Gender assigned at birth. It's a new phrase that they're uh, that they're saying to be inclusive regardless of what your gender is now no. they want to know what your gender was assigned to birth it it just says gender required that's all it is oh that is not select my race experience. ethnicity required non-hispanic or latino as far as i know and if book you appointment can tell us why we have to say we are white and also not Hispanic. That is... Um, I believe it's because uh, someone can be Hispanic and yet also white. Um, there was... Uh, Jennifer... Jennifer... Uh, and I'm not... Uh, this is all I'll say. Jennifer, when she was filling... When she was doing the census thing, one of the things that she noticed is there are people... Who in the census uh, were checking checking the white box? Who maybe wouldn't have checked the white box in other times in our nation's history? Hmm. Uh, and and you know, I'm all for it. Do it. Why not? Um. So I am now. I'm now signed up for my flu shot. My uh, COVID shot and my shingles shot. That's a lot of shots. It is a lot of shots. Um, Bartender. And I have, I'm running a D and D game on Sunday. So 
who knows? Might have to cancel if uh, I feel horrible. One of the reasons why. But maybe I, I'll be fine. One of the reasons why I um, uh, kickstarted my efforts to get a um, the vaccine is because it's actually COVID's it's it's surging. I, you've probably heard this. Yeah. I've seen and I've seen people with masks and stuff. I I, I do uh, I know a number like my brother in law has COVID now. Um, our marketing director here at Annex has COVID, um, who was in contact with the director of the play that is rehearsing right now. So they're considering pushing opening back by day. I was here last night, so like I was in contact with somebody who was in contact. You know, it's yeah. Friend tested, of the show. I, I tested today. I'm Andy. Negative, so. That's that's very good. Friend of the show, Andy had COVID. Yeah, I think he's had it before too. I think this this might this might be the second time he's gotten it. Paul, you haven't had it yet, have you? I have not. No. Nope. Yeah, neither me. Nope. I've not. I've not and, had it either. You know, hey, maybe this is part of it. Um, do you, do you remember Ben? Yes. Uh, that I got evaluated psychologically. For my 50th birthday, I splurged, I treated myself, I, I got a full workup, and uh, the results were ADHD and autism were on there, but number one with a bullet, OCD, yeah, something I, that I have not been previously diagnosed with. You, um, you went and read your um, the, the report on one of our shows, like the yep, entire thing. I did. Indeed. So, uh, that, oh, that was a good one, I think. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, so this is what happened. Um, Betty was going to homecoming, right? And I was talking about Betty and homecoming and how bad of time I had at homecoming. I was hope, hope that she was having a good time and here are the things that could go wrong. And Jennifer looked at me and said, you know, you should really get that OCD thing checked out. <coughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Because uh, I was obsessively thinking about the thing. And um, I didn't check with my therapist. I had a therapy appointment today about it. I didn't check with her. Uh, but, you know, the, the treatment for it is this. You can't stop obsessive thoughts from happening. They're your thoughts. You can't you can't outthink your way out of thoughts. But what what effective treatment for OCD is is trying to stop the behaviors that come out of those thoughts right stop the so like an example when i talk to her is i can't stop thinking about oh i've got this thing that needs to happen or this thing that's happening at work tomorrow and i can't stop thinking about that but what i can stop doing is getting up at 3 a.m to write an email about the thing that i'm not thinking about i i can't stop thinking about yeah. right I can actually get up and leave work without sending that email. And maybe, maybe that'll be fine. Um, so that's, that's kind of part of the, the thing. I'll, I'll get back into that in just a second. But so, so that was what she said. And I was like, yeah, 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 I know. Um, and then uh, I was watching YouTube. And you know how, how you know, we talked about uh, Conan's uh, thing with Jim Downey was on YouTube. I've been watching a lot of things about comedians that I like on YouTube and Maria Bamford was on and I got a, I got a, uh, a thing that she did at the OCD keynote. And I was like, Oh, you know, I have this OCD thing. She did the speech at this OCD keynote and I watched it. It was great. Um, and then 
there was an ad for no cd this episode brought to you by no cd um an ad it was howie mandel talking about no cd and what a great uh service it is um it turned out that they were in plan for me and here's the thing ben they have an app and their app is really good and having done mental health things uh just recently locally uh on places that don't have apps or have very uh a barrier to entry uh these were great so and no so, cd is a is it like a methodology to curb your ocd habits and well, actions they use an, a methodology uh that is um i think it's called erp uh again this is just my second session i should know this it is called erp uh exposure rp um i don't know the risk profile but no 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 uh i'm gonna look it up because in this in this one case i am doing kind <laughs> of outreach. more about your ocd paul <laughs> it might be what, what tell you, me, what you telling me you have ocd <laughs> <laughs> oh no is this happening um enterprise resource planning that is not correct uh ocd erp ocd treatment it is uh often referred to as the gold standard exposure response prevention therapy okay so um here's i can give you a basic idea of of how it works so um i want to go on to it. I'm using this example. Um, let's say I'm afraid of going on to elevators. I don't want to go on elevators, right? Yeah. So, so what, um, what they do is they say, um, okay, we'll just walk to walk with me to the elevator. And so the guy is walking with his therapist, the elevator and the therapist says, okay, now, I would like you to walk through the force field that is keeping you from getting onto this. So the therapist gets on the elevator, says, I want to see you walk through the force field that keeps you getting onto the elevator. And he was like, well, what do you mean? Well, you said you can't get on this elevator. Um, you've walked through the doorway of my office. So you, you know how to walk through doorways. You walked down the hall so you know how to walk. You can step on this elevator. Uh, you just won't. And there's a difference. If because if you can't, I want to see the force field that'll bounce you. Off. So it's yeah. the 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 way that I described it is you remember uh, Project Mayhem in Fight Club. Uh, the movie. It's, it's slash yeah, book. Fight Club the movie. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just um, assuming Project it's when Mayhem they... was was uh, you know getting people out of their comfort zones, um, forcing them to do stuff. Um, Basically, the idea is they you they find out what scares you. What are what are the things that are causing your OCD? Um, so the 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 obsession is the thought, the compulsion is the act. So the thought is, if I don't you know if I don't do this ritual, something bad will happen. And then the compulsion is the ritual. Right. So like. Um, there's one, I think I've talked about it on here before. When I go to a store, I try to buy five things. Yeah, you have mentioned it before. You know, my the way that I the way that I work or have worked up until this point is I think my way out of it, right? Well, um, the reason that I buy five that so I'll I'll give you an example. The reason I buy five things, right? 
And there wasn't a reason, right? But I give myself a reason. I say the reason I, I, I buy five things is because four is the, you know, bad luck number in Japan. And so I'm buying five things so that I don't buy four things. All of a sudden, by making four things the thing that's forbidden rather than five things or the thing that I have to do, uh, I can now buy one thing or two things or three things and, and five things. So now all of a sudden, I've opened up how many things I can buy. That's how me without therapy deals with this stuff. I, I find like like loopholes and stuff, right? Yeah. But then there are also problems uh, because I will say, all right, well, Paul, if you buy five things four times in a row, then that's four things. It's just 20 divided by five is four. So you've got you to gotta change up now. You bought five things this time. You you better buy probably two or three. Or I just so what this therapy does is hey, you can have the thought that something bad is going to happen if you don't buy five things or if you buy four things or whatever it is. Sit with being uncomfortable about it. And this is the thing. This is how they get you. These therapists. Um, I'm not going to tell you that by not buying five things, bad things won't happen to you. I can't make that claim. I'm just saying that you don't know either. Right. And so that's kind of the idea is their, their goal. The goal of the therapy is not to get rid of the thoughts. The idea is you can't really get rid of the thoughts necessarily, but to get rid of the behavior. And so then it doesn't um, cause you as much trouble and eventually that chatter in your mind becomes background noise so you know by trying to stop it you're focused on it the idea is to let the chatter become background noise and know that a thought is just a thought it doesn't have to be action and so that's kind of what i'm what i'm doing um and you find i have helping. a so far, I mean, I've only I've I've only been to two sessions. I had one yesterday. I had this one today. I have one on Monday, and I have one next Thursday. They start you off with a lot of, um, you know, uh, a lot More of activity. Frequency. Yeah, making sure that you're engaged and you're doing the thing, and then eventually you get homework. Um, again, knowing me, Ben, you know how difficult this is. You give them a list of your fears from greatest to to least. You just give them all of your secrets. And then they... And then now they control you. And, and then they make you do them. You, they expose you to them. Yeah. And then say, well, this isn't that bad. You know. Um, and, I mean, we've talked about this, I think probably search the audio everyone we've probably talked about this before but one of the things one of the reasons why i was picked with ocd is so like for instance right this is a this is called a spudger it's a tool that is used you can't know, where see is it? it but i know what a spudger is where where is it why can't i are you on the ipad it's I... on it's on the top in the uh, the cameras in the middle somewhere on the other side there we there go there it is yeah okay so I use this to clean uh, dust out of my mice, right? Yeah. But every time I look at this, Ben, every time I see it, I, I think about 
um, hooking this into my eye and just pulling it out. Or if I look at this side, right, I think about inserting it up into my gums and just like squitching it around until blood comes out, that sort of thing. Um, can't stop thinking about it. And imagine that with every single object I look at. Imagine, you know. Is that, you so, feel that's, that's connected to, um, and I think that the Germans or the French have a word for this, where uh, somebody who is not normally suicidal, when they're standing on the edge of the cliff, thinks oh, yeah. about jumping off. Staring right, right, into the right. void. It's, it, it's, or, it's, it's call of the void. Yeah. Call of the void. Call it's of called. the void. Um, yes. I, I think that it's, um, and this is the thing. This is the, the exact, this is the exact thing. Um, they're not going to teach me to not have that problem, right? What they're going to teach me is to stop me from, from covering this with a piece of paper or a blanket or whatever. So I'm not looking at it, being able to look at it and be okay with it, right? The stuff that they're stopping are all the different compulsions. Again, obsessive door checking for locks, checking to make sure the door is locked, right? They're not going to keep you from wondering if the door is locked. They're going to keep you from driving all the way back home to make sure the door is locked. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to it. So far, I feel okay. But of course, you know, anytime I start any new therapy. Uh, you know, I, I I like being part of it. I like um, <laughs> you do the want to be engaged with your therapist. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I will say is that we, you know, if you again, if you look through the audio, if you search the audio, you will find things about me enthusiastically talking about how I like <clears throat> the different rules that cover the Sabbath in Judaism and how it's it's really great and all that. Um, with perspective for my OCD and all that, what a bunch of new rules for me to have to do. You know? And so, you know, this is, it's, this is going to be the reverse. It's a, it's a, I have to, I have to write down my list of fears and then I will get homework assignments. Uh, they described another one like this, right? Somebody, somebody is afraid that they're going to hurt their family member, Right? This guy is afraid that he's going to stab his wife. And so what the guy does so that he doesn't stab his wife is he makes sure that his wife, he and his wife are never alone in the same room together. There always has to be a third person there, you know, so on and so forth. Right? So what this therapy would do is it would have the guy and his wife, she's in the living room, he's in the kitchen. And they're both on folding chairs. And then they get closer, and they get closer, and they get closer, right? She's still in the the dining room, or the living room. He's in the kitchen. And they're close, and then he moves back into the kitchen two feet. She moves over the threshold into the kitchen two feet. And then they move until eventually they're sitting right next to each other in the kitchen, right? And... Eventually, when you get to it, there's a butter knife sitting between them. I was uh, wondering where the knife or so the stabbing implement came into play here. Right. So, so, you know, and you just you just totally do that, and and then because my mind is this, I didn't say this to the therapist today, but I was like, and then eventually, 
uh, at the culmination of therapy, he stabs his wife. That is not that is not what they do. <laughs> but and you go, it's not that. See, you that that you stab you stab your wife, and then it's not so just, bad. Just get realize, it out of your system. Yeah, she you goes do. to the hospital. Yeah. She's fine. It's a butter knife. He, it's not a deep wound. No, that is that is not it. It's it's just basically the idea of of you know you can't you can't stop thinking about it but the compulsions are the things that they get rid of so the compulsion of never being in the same room with with someone or you know always like like for me uh the one the one thing that i know that you've already seen in action many times having to use the bathroom right before i leave anywhere or go anywhere or do anything or right before um, a movie Right before a movie, yes, indeed. Right before I go on stage, um, but I think that's everybody. Well, um, yeah, no, everybody does that. But that's everybody. But for but for me, inconveniencing others every single time because I have to use the bathroom. Because yeah. what would what what on earth would happen if I was watching the movie and I had to get up and use the bathroom? Impossible. Can't do it. I have to go to the bathroom beforehand. I've been flying a lot this year, and I've realized that I would actually prefer to sit in the aisle seat as opposed to the window seat. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's only because, uh, A of all, if I don't have to go to the bathroom, but if I know that I'm going to be in, a, in an area where I can't go to the bathroom for a long time, yeah. that'll just make me have to go to the bathroom Hey, yeah, and, exactly. And I also don't Because like, you'll be thinking about it. I'll be thinking about it, and I don't like inconveniencing others. And so if I'm sitting in the window seat having to ask two people to, like, get up yep. to let me out, uh, it also fills me with, with low-grade anxiety, which makes me have to go to the bathroom even more. And also, if, if you think about it this way, you... Ben Lawrence would rather sit in the aisle seat where you have two chances of having to get up because you're a people pleaser. You like people to be happy. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's, I don't, I, I it's I, funny. I, I don't mind actually. I have the same doing problem. That. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah and exactly. And this the, is, this is exact, important. On the exact same flights, if I, like, if I'm in the, uh, I, if I don't change any other habits, I, I will be able to sit in that aisle seat for the entire four-hour flight and not have to get up once. Yep, exactly. And so maybe that would be that would be an example. If if you were going through this type of treatment, they might they might say, okay, I want you to I want you to sit in the aisle seat. And again, if we if we have the version of my of my version of this therapy, which takes it to the absurd level, all right, you're gonna sit in you're gonna sit in. I mean, they'd have you sit in the window seat, right? Yeah. If you can sit in the aisle seat, you can sit in the window seat. Try it. You know, stick with that being uncomfortable. You'll find out that you can do it. Um, if you went went to my ex uh, my extreme version, um, you're going to be sitting in that window seat. Uh, also, you're going to be drinking iced tea for the entire time. <laughs> and eventually, Ben, you're going to be peeing. Yeah. Your your pants. You're going to find out that it's fine. Uh, people oh like ben this is crazy but i just remembered this like two different flights got canceled or had to be diverted or something 
because someone on them had explosive diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, that's. Do you remember this? That's a terrible story. Some dude like couldn't. He like he was like running to the bathroom and couldn't. Yeah. And like there and like in the aisle, you know, on the way to the lab. Oh uh, no. Like, yeah, and they had to they had to turn around and land. Oh, hey Ben. It's a. It's gonna be time for Ben gonna guess the news. Ben gonna guess the. Duh, 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 duh. We should have music for this. And and it and this is an interesting thing because it's not. Um, I, I'll give you a big hint. This news has. To I do did with not poop. get through. I didn't get it through the through a news channel. I got it through other means. Other means. And now here's what I will say. Um, I was in a. I was in a meeting. I want to say it was yesterday, um, and people started uh, freaking out, and I told them, hey, don't worry, I know what this is, and we're fine. Yeah. Is it What the, is the news? I think the news is the test of the emergency broadcast signal sent to phones. That is correct. Um... I received an email from a coworker warning forewarning of this before it happened and then it happened and apparently another another person uh, told me that um, the news reported that a lot of people were disturbed by it or concerned there uh, the only what the only reason I knew about it to, to start um, like at all was because there was this strange conspiracy, like tinfoil hat conspiracy theory going around that the this emergency broadcast signal was going to awaken some sort of thing that was in the COVID virus that would turn the people who have been va COVID, vi COVID vaccine, that would turn people who had been vaccinated into zombies. How, have you heard this? How, uh... I I did and someone did in fact mention that, uh, um, that someone but it, no one I no one I talked to thought that, uh, somebody mentioned that somebody else had said it. Well, see, here's the thing. This is one of those things where I don't know if people actually believed it or if this is something that somebody made up to make fun of conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I mean that's it's tough these days. Hard to say. Hard to say. But um, it reminded me of something that happened back in, I want to say, 2018, where a friend of mine at work, don't talk about work, uh, a friend of mine at work, uh, <laughs> take a drink, uh, or or I would, I would say a a, uh, a a person that I was acquainted with at work and we were friendly, right. I yeah, didn't really go out or do anything with friends at work. A co yeah, a coworker at the time. But like, see, okay, so here's an example: Chris Harris, who you've met. I have met Chris. Chris Harris. Chris Harris is a friend at work. Boaz yeah. Frankel is a friend at work. These are people I've that I met at well. work, that I became friends with. They are. They are definitely. Th this this guy wasn't really friends with him, but but I knew him at work. You were friendly. We were friendly. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he had lived in Hawaii. Uh, and that's where he got his cell phone from. And so, in the middle of, of the workday, he got a an emergency alert saying that there were missiles inbound to to Hawaii and to and take had shelter immediately. Yeah, it, this is not a drill. Yeah, that was the thing. 
That and was, apparently, yeah. Apparently, it was a test, and whoever had put this in. Now, of course, me, Ben. When I think about it, because you and I raised on television and all that, there was a missile, and MacGyver stopped it from happening, or whatever. <laughs> I, you know, and they were I, like, I, "Oh, it must have been a." I you remember know, it's that, a Men in Black thing. I remember that story. I don't remember it being so long ago. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was a test of the, of this emergency system and a poor technician who was in charge of like doing it hit like a wrong key, you know? Yeah. And, and so made it look like it was an actual thing and not a test and frightened a lot of people. And what happened to that guy? Probably nothing. See, this goes back to the OCD thing. I'm sure he still feels bad about it five years later. Or she. I'm not going to pretend I know who it is. Also brought to you by or Dots. Homestyle pretzels. These are I, really good, Ben. Have you had these? I No, I haven't. Is that a Midwestern thing? Because I haven't even seen those. Yeah, Dots Homestyle pretzels. Um, is it a Midwestern thing? Let's find out. Uh, they are from Nevada. Southwestern. Southwestern. But they made it to the Midwest. Here's the thing. I think we in the Midwest get lots of food that you guys don't get on the on the West Coast. Because we're snobs. Because we're really like our avocado no, no. toast. Because we're on two different... We're, we're like in the center of, you know, you know what we don't have here? What don't you have there? Taco time. No taco? Well, do you have a Taco Bell? Taco time is very regional. Yeah, well, we do have a Taco Bell. Yeah. We don't have taco time. <clears throat> and Ben, yeah, they're a, not the same thing. That, no, no, of course not. Taco taco time is far superior, but taco time is like a northwest thing, right? I believe I mean it is. that's that's why the the closest taco Oh, it's it's time to do it. Taco it, time watch. Is it, I, is it taco I, time I to do it? Oh Ben. <laughs> awesome. Let's see where the, the latest taco time is. The latest taco time. This or just, the closest taco This time. just in. No. Taco time oh, okay. now is 4.42. Yeah. The, the, so, so, Ben, you have to understand. Uh, there's a place near where I live called did you Belleville, Google, Illinois. Did you Google taco times near me? I did. There's a place here <laughs> called Belleville, Illinois. Belleville. And it's and it's on Factorial Boulevard, Southeast Bellevue, and I'm like, what? And then I realize Bellevue, no. Bellevue, yeah, yeah. So the no nearest, results nearby. The nearest Taco Time to Edwardsville, Illinois, is in Bellevue, Washington. That's what they're saying. Let's. Go I haven't. And see. You know what? I haven't been to a Taco Time in ages. I should. I, you know, I should go. There, they have. Oh, these, you know, um, I didn't Google. I did Apple Maps. So I'm gonna Google now. They they did uh, <laughs> famously back in uh, the early days of email listservs when Annex had a company listserv. Um, there was a, a discussion on which was better, tater tots or Mexi fries. And I don't know if the dis I don't remember honestly if the discussion had to do with the actual quality of the food, the taste, or just the semantics of what do you call these little crushed potato wedges, you know, uh, wedge things. Do you call them tater tots or do you call them Mexi fries? 
And uh, oh, Mexican fries are different than tater tots, and they are uh, superior, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I would. You know what? I I I think I probably deleted all this stuff because that was back in the day when, like, for in Yahoo Mail, you only had a certain number of megabytes <gasps> to store emails. And so I probably deleted it just to clear up space, but I wish I could go back and clear up the and, and find those archives because I'm sure that would please a lot of old annex people. And Paul, what is happening? There is a taco time that's temporarily closed in uh near near Chicago. In Bloomingdale, Chicago, there's a Taco Time that's temporarily closed. Now, here's a question. Uh, is, is it a Taco Time brand Taco Time, or is it an off-brand, independently owned, Midwestern Taco Time that ben, has Ben, I'm going to show you a picture. Seattle Taco Time. I'm going to show you a picture. You tell me. You tell show me, me Ben. Picture. What, what does that look like to you, sir? I have no idea. It's kind of washed out. I can't really see. Um, and kind of, yeah, it does, with the, with the cactus there, it does look like the Taco Time logo. Um, b observe, if you will, you see the taco? And the Mexi fries right there, yeah. Look what's, look what's on the other side of the taco. It looks like a, a, a burrito of some sort. Ben, you are, you have to be familiar with the Taco Time tube of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not familiar with the Taco Time tube of stuff. They're, like I they're, said, they're, they're, I, I've not been in the Taco Time in probably twenty years. It's their burritos. They're 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 tubes filled with either cheese and stuff. beans or cheese and meat, <laughs> and and they're the they're the perfect food delivery system. And I I I still I One still food think unit as McCandless and I would call the uh, um uh. Uh, Taco Del Mar burritos. Yes, I feel as though Taco Time, Taco Time burritos should be filled with everything. You should be able to get a broccoli and cheese Taco Time burrito, one that's filled with spaghetti, Which is like a hot one pocket. that. Yeah, uh, specifically like a, a hot pocket, but it's a tube. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a hot pocket's kind of like a flattened tube. Oh, um, that is so crazy though! I used to... it, it's temporarily closed. Why is it temporary closed, Ben? Uh, uh, who knows? I used to live right down the street from a Taco Time. Do you remember the Taco Time in Wallingford that had the, the like the green glass facade on Forty Fifth Street? There, it was a fancy. It sounds it very fancy, familiar. Yeah, a very fancy Taco Time. I don't think I. I think I okay. went to college. Let's say I'm standing. Let's say I'm standing in front of. I'm standing across the street from the movie theater in Wallingford. Yeah. Right, which is no longer. And I can't get any closer because that guy's there, and he's going <laughs> to yell at me if I get in. All right. If I'm standing there and I'm looking at the theater, right, and I'm across the street, you're across the, the street. The Taco Time. I'm across the street from the theater, yeah. and I'm staring at the theater. The Taco Time you're talking about is on my side of the street to my left. It is on your side of the street, but I don't know what. Um... Uh, what side of you it's on? I believe it's on the left. I'm looking it up now. Uh, it would be. I, be I believe the 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 K 
QFC is it on is, my right. It is right to your left. It is almost like you are standing right next to it. Okay. And the QFC is to my right, yeah? The QFC is to your right, yeah. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. That, <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah, the taco time is like almost directly across the street from the... Uh, oh, wait a minute. No, it's not. Hang on a sec. Maybe I have this all wrong. Um, I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Don't 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 take this from me, Ben. <laughs> There's the taco time. Where is the movie theater? Oh, so I yeah. think the taco time might actually be further down. It is, yeah, on it the is left. to your left, but it's like a block away. Yeah, I was a, I was a yep. block off. I was yep. a block <laughs> off. <laughs> You're such a block off. You block ben off, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so. So yeah, very exciting, very exciting times um, here at the Goody Pratt household. Uh, I'm still playing Baldur's Gate 3, but also um, Phantom Liberty came out for Cyberpunk 2077. The man and who shot Phantom Liberty Valance. Exactly. And... Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage just came out, so Jennifer is all up on games. Tons of games for Jennifer. I do not know any of these games. The Oculus Quest, sorry, the Meta Quest 3 has started to ship. It's a VR headset. Um, I have the As Oculus, opposed to the other one, or I have. The, is it just... I have the sorry, Oculus Quest 2, and I'm like, maybe I should get a three. But you know what? I haven't I haven't played any games on the on my VR headset in like six months. Oh, Jennifer plays them for sure. Um, Beat Saber. What's what's the difference between the three and the two? Do you know? A uh, larger internal hard drive. I, it's a it's a slimmer form factor, um, and I'm sure the graphics look better. I mean, it's a generation. It's another generation, but. Like yeah. the from the outside, it's a it's a more lightweight, and you can get a 120 gig hard drive instead of I think the most you can get in the two is maybe 64. Wow! And uh, I wonder. Obviously, the the iPhone thing is still number one uh, at at price wise at like. The what is it, three thousand dollars? The the i, the i, the the VR thing for or not the VR? It's not VR. Oh, it's, the, uh, the Apple headset. Yeah, is yeah. it like three thousand dollars? no, it was like fifteen hundred dollars, but it was still like so expensive. Like, what's it called? Apple? Is it Apple View? Apple? Compared to all the other VR headsets out there, it was it was you know you pay the Apple tax. I actually don't remember what it's called. But it's I, not because I it's not even expected to ship until like like summer of next year. Apple augmented Apple augmented reality. It is called the Apple Vision Pro. Vision, that's right. That's not the Apple Vision Glass Pro. Uh, and let's see, it's the it's the era of spatial computing, Ben. Right, Spatial Apple Vision computing. Pro. That's that's gonna take off just as much as the metaverse is gonna take off. You think so? I think it's it's possible um, that it will do a little bit better. 
It depends. But yeah, it's still, well, it still I mean, doesn't look. Apple it has still looks more dumb. of a Apple has more of a built-in fanatic base than Facebook did. So yeah. there will be more like complete buy-in from a certain sector of their consumer base versus you know Facebook's. But like as to whether or not spatial computing is taking over the business world, I don't see it happening anytime soon. I, I think the, the thing that would make it take off is uh, if we were still all remote and there's a push to... So there might be a little bit of a war there. Um, okay, I was right. $3,500. Oh, I was... Yeah, I was wrong. I thought it was a lot less. Yeah, um, the, the thing that you're thinking of, Ben, I really think so. Uh, there's an article here from Tom's Guide... Uh, brought to you by Tom's Guide, uh, that it costs $1,500 to make. Ah, uh, maybe that's what I remember reading. Yep. Well, they gotta make a profit somehow. You, you, were, think, you were thinking of, uh, that's what they said about Jesus. Um, no, but they, uh, they, they definitely had, um, there's a, there's a book at some point in time, uh, where Jesus was actually uh, a psyop that somebody did. I don't remember if it was an alien or if it was somebody else, but it was it was kind of it was kind of a cool concept. But I didn't read the book because I was a religious kid at the time, and um, I wanted to read a book, a science fiction book about Jesus. And then I found one, and I was like, ah, and you know, couldn't couldn't read it because it was a blasphemous. blasphemous. I don't even remember if that book was really what. I thought it was, but that's my memory of the book. Is that is that it was people trying to make Jesus? Oh, maybe I'm just thinking about Dune. I'm kidding, but also yes, <laughs> that's sort of the, the plot of Dune. Um, that is also kind of interesting. the The problem with Dune is that it's about the white savior complex, but it's also about the white savior complex. So it's it's a weird thing because it's a book about uh a guy who goes to a a different culture and is thought of as their messiah but in the book they intentionally make it so that he's thought of as their messiah and so it's this weird kind of you know commentary on the thing itself right. and so on and so forth i mean but when that's that's the thing like we've talked about this before when is when is something a commentary versus the actual thing and is there a difference yeah. Um, and, and the example being, of course, that we got, uh, I think, from a friend of ours, even back when I was in, in St. Louis, uh, not St. Louis, uh, Seattle, somebody mentioned this. I think they brought it up that they don't need white guys doing satire about bad behavior by other white guys. Because that form of satire is as annoying as the legitimate thing. Satire by showing the thing itself. Like, white guys being um, terrible white guys to yeah. show how other white guys are terrible. Yeah. Now, a, a really good example of that, which I thought was actually kind of funny, was uh, Tim Heidecker did a, did a thing called An Evening with Tim Heidecker. Okay. Where Tim Heidecker was playing a character named Tim Heidecker, 
who was a sort of right wing uh, bad comic. Yeah. You know, playing himself as this, and it was it was good, and I am you know, I am comically literate enough to know that you know that what he's doing, and he winks enough so that you know what he's doing. Um, but I do know that that would not be you know I am, I am part of the target audience. I could see how it could just be annoying to people if they. You know, didn't need to see that. Oh, oh, are you are you explaining to me that that these types of guys are awful? I mean, you and I have been to spin the bottles where they've booked a comedian for uh, questionable reasons, like why why did Brett <laughs> decide to give this person a platform? Because he won a stranger thing. Wait, what? Oh, don't you remember that one? No, no, I, I'm not talking about ink. I'm not talking about Inkblot. Inkblot, Inkblot that's was his a, own. Yeah, Inkblot was his <laughs> own deal. He. This is the thing. Inkblot, and I will. I will go on record to say this. I don't care. Uh, Inkblot tried his best, and and I don't. There, but for the grace of God, go. I. I don't think that he is. You know. He was trying. He was right. trying. He wasn't doing. There were comedians that we had at Spin the Bottle who were, you know, the the standard misogynistic style There was a comedians. strange run at Spin the Bottle where the audience just did not care for stand-up comics. And I don't want to say it was because they were all, you know, white dude misogynists, sort of like shock comics. But... It was like you could do so much different art on the spin the bottle stage, but for whatever reason, stand up comedy just kind of died. It's because it's because of the stand up comics that they got. I am serious. When Emmett Montgomery became you know a sort of a staple at spin the bottle, he was great. People loved him. It's because his style of comedy was so good. The people that were bombing were doing more standard comedic fare. Yeah. Uh, and and some of it was like here's the thing if you got Jen Moon booing at you <laughs> you're not doing it right You've I, I don't even know if it was if it was <clears throat> I, I think it was Jen but it could have been somebody else and it was yeah it was just the you know the standard you know women be shopping kind of jokes that that did not go over well why um, am I right yeah. No. Guys, back me up. On you this. aren't. Is your girlfriend really nag you? Oh man, there was a there was a an ad that I keep on getting. Uh, right now on YouTube about, is your wife nagging you all the time? You know, it doesn't matter what you do, she's always yelling at you. And I'm like, what did I watch? <laughs> That got me this. I I have a bunch of stuff. Some sort of Dane like, Cook YouTube special. Well, and and here's the thing, and, and you know, not to Dane Cook did a lot of work to get himself seen as a better type of guy, and he, and and I can't believe I say. I say oh, you you've been a Dane Cook apologist totally, in the past on it, the show. It's totally true. It's totally true. <laughs> He did an appearance on Louie 
to show that he was an okay guy. I mentioned yep. this. The same example, when Betty was a kid, I would give her Zerberts every once in a while. And I was like, all right, is this crossing a line? Is this weird? And I said to myself at the time, no, Bill Cosby, America's oh dad, does Zerberts all the time. <laughs> How could that be untoward at all? I think I think we're fine. These are the problems. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I feel as though there are there are people that are beloved, and and we will we will never find something out about them that ruins who they are to us. I'm thinking. And I could be wrong. I could honestly be wrong, but I think... Oh, I did this the last time, too. Why can't I think... Oh, yeah. John Waters. I think John Waters... I don't think there's anything that he can can do because of the fact that he is balanced in his dark side and his light side. There's nothing that he can do that would make us go, Oh, no, John... Not John Waters. Uh... Again, because of what he was and is, I guess he's still around. Um, I think. Yeah. But, but you know, it's when you're when you're known mostly for being a wonderful person. You're uh, you're Mister Rogers. You're Tom Hanks. You're you know, a beloved person has that ability to fall. Now here's the thing: Louis C.K. was never not problematic with his joke telling right it's that it's that like Bill Cosby's jokes were all you know clean right and he had that dark side in this case um, Louis CK's jokes they, they were they were thoughtful sometimes they were they were funny um, but they weren't clean they weren't I'm a good person and here's why. It was always, you know, so so his fall didn't damage him as much. I don't no, think it's because but, he had that like Louis also wasn't the kind of person to tell his audience uh like these are the types of morals that America should have. I'm telling you how right. to be a good American. Bill Cosby had the, okay. like that America's dad kind of thing mm -hmm. was like, you have to be a good person. I'm telling you how to be a good person. And so when exactly. he turned out to be not a good person, that hurt a lot of, regardless of who he hurt in real life, you know, like, yeah. like really with all the, you know, whatever he did, um, that it's just people in America who like trusted him, who believed him, who looked up to him. That was, you know, that was the hardest part. Louis was like, I'm telegraphing to you, what kind of person I really am. And then when it came out that, yeah, he actually is that kind of person. People were like, you did some bad things, but then now he like, he's still touring, you know, and he's been on yeah. podcasts and he's not like he was canceled, but like, he's coming back, which I'm yeah. a lot of people still don't like, but like he has, he still has his built in audience. Yeah. I think, I think that, I mean, he did, he did a lot of pre I'm not a good person work. Uh, the thing that he, the thing that still bugs me is the is the the guy renting a clown, uh, a, a person renting a clown uh, bit 
that he did on Saturday Night Live when Tig Notaro already did it. That bugs me. That one is... I don't remember that. He stole a joke. So uh, the SNL writer stole a joke from Tig Notaro. And had him in it. And, and he, you know... I think he knew about it and he did it anyway. And it was... The the problem with it was that it was so similar, right? Yeah. There's, there's not a... I mean... There's no such thing as a cover, really, in comedy. <laughs> there should be. And I think it would be great if there were, right? If somebody does a version of somebody's joke and, and you go, oh, well, that's a famous joke that this person did. I, I would love I would love for that to be a thing that could you know but you do your own spin on it. John Osbold uh, told me once that he found on YouTube um, a number of different uh, sketches or performance perform sketch groups that have done one very specific the habit sketch. Which and which ha the habit sketch was it? It's where they're the vending machines, and so like the guys are like standing there like this, and somebody comes along, puts a dollar bill in their uh, in their you know in the vending machine, and they go nom 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 nom, and then they, they spit it back out, and like the vending machines are all talking to each other. Mm -hmm. But the curious thing was, and this is more than one, the sketches that he found on YouTube are done at like churches so they're like church group kids doing this one very specific habit sketch and posting them on mm -hmm. youtube and it's not like they had a different spin on it it's a he's like it, it's almost word for word how we wrote the sketch there are fraternities that will do the same thing church groups fraternities things like that um and they don't see it as a problem because they're they're doing it for this event, right? Yeah. I've seen the reason I mentioned this. I've seen that before. I've seen people do like Monty Python sketches, things like that, and they don't say, "Hey, we're you know Phi Kappa Beta or whatever." I don't know Greek names, but um. That is one. And we're big fans of Monty Python. Here's a Monty Python thing. Right. They just present it as this is a thing that we're doing. Um, you will also know, maybe, that there are books of skits and sketches that that are published for these types of events, like you know that you can buy, ah, and then you can that. you can put in. Yeah, there are there are different um, like. I have a book on clowning, for example, that has a bunch of different clown type type of things, and they're all really like, like, um, like if if someone were to do one, you'd be like, oh, I know about that, I know I know that one, right? The the one clown thinks that he killed the other clown. <clears throat> the other clown is actually still alive. He pushes. Uh, he pushes him down. He's sitting on the ground, dead. Pushes him down. His legs come up. He pushes his legs down. His body comes up. He put, you know, you and I actually, I think We've, that might actually be a one that we did. We've done that. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like that, except they just go on YouTube and they grab any comedy <laughs> stuff that they can find. And they look up funny sketch and then they do it. Uh, there were people on TikTok that were doing that. 
for a while. Yeah. And still do. Um, they just redo a, a sketch that somebody else did. And that's comedy. Uh, and it's crazy. And that's, and that's our comedy, hour. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, that is our hour. Ben, uh, as you'll note, uh, I did, in fact, not keep it wrong this time. I was on my phone a couple of times. Uh, I haven't had that much of a lapse in a while, so thank you for bearing with me. Uh, interestingly to know that there is a taco time in Chicago that is temporarily closed. Temporarily I hope it closed. reopens. Yeah. Well, just keep an uh, eye because on Because Jennifer will be... We'll, we'll, because we could go there for a weekend just to go to taco time. Um, and, she and that's would be, all you eat uh, all weekend is taco time. Hey, and their tube uh, of stuff. Don't put it past me. Um, but I, I'm still eating healthily. You know what? I've uh, j- just to digress really quick. Uh, fake crab legs. Have I told you about this already? I had some yesterday. I eat fake crab legs and cocktail sauce. That's my lunch. <laughs> Every day for lunch, fake crab legs and cocktail sauce. That's and not it, terrible. It tastes for good. You. Yeah, exactly. It is good for... Uh, no, it is good for me. It's good for Sashimi, it's got... No saturated fat? Fish oils, and yeah. Yep. I had some smoked so, right, salmon ben. for lunch. Hey, that's not bad either. Yeah. All right, Paul. Good talking to you, uh, as always, yeah. except maybe for today. Keep it wrong, and I will talk to you next yes. week. Please keep it wrong, Ben, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. And I figured out, finally, the record button is under transport, so all I need to... Why is it... System settings is blocking the transport button. Okay, here we go. And then I just need to go to recording, and I just have to... No. And we're clear. Playing. And stop.